Whoa, 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 this your homie, Big Guap, a.k.a. The Burger Man, and I'm holding it down with the motherfucking podcast. Get out! What up, crew members? The motherfucking pod is sponsored by Podbean. So make sure you download and subscribe at themotherfuckingpod.podbean.com. And make sure you check out all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, We Can Folk, and YouTube at Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the motherfucking pod. So the word motherfucker is a noun. It describes a person, place, or thing. Yo, what it do? It's the Thick Eye Bandit representing for the motherfucking podcast, representing the 504 off the West Bank, the Ross Clyde Bumba Clyde Jamaican, you know, Beanie Man, aka Mr. Headquarters, where the TI is, big dog. Bumba Clyde, you heard me? We got a special feature interview going on. We got somebody we've been knowing way back. I'm talking about throwback. I'm talking about, I've been knowing this cat so long, you know what I'm saying? That's when we used to go to junior high. I'm talking about way back in the gap. We giving it up for my big dog, my homeboy, Big Guap in the building, Burger Man in the building. Yo, what now, you do, baby? Say, brother, gave yeah. us another episode, man. We we got another special feature episode. They told us that we couldn't do it, and every time they we put one out, they tried to censor it. They tried to tell us that we couldn't have another show. They tried to ban our artwork. They try to take us they off the motherfucking map, but guess what? We still here, motherfuckers, and we kicking it with a legend off Dang the it. West Bank, West a Bank real legend, and he icy tonight, man. Mm. God damn, but the temperature in the room then went down to negative <laughs> 14 degrees in this motherfucker. I got a little chest cold right now, yeah. I see you, boy. You need a little Vicks Vapor Rub on you. Yeah, it. man. Yeah. What Big burger shit. Yeah, man. What it do, son? I'm cool, man. I feel good. I'm just happy to be here with my brothers, man. Yeah, man. You hear me? Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Been a long time coming, big dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. It's beautiful, though. Yeah, man. Look, listen. I'm talking about... I remember... Y'all Y'all know Guap how he is now. I remember <laughs> the Cookie Bush Guap. You feel me? <laughs> I remember the Cookie Bush Guap. With the green shirt from Gretna. Come on, man. With the, y'all don't Damn. remember. We used to pop collars. We used to pop our collar. And put the earrings on. Man, come on. And and I remember taking the Sharpie and drawing different names huh. and different shit on the inside. <laughs> yeah, So man. that way when you flip that collar, you might got something to look at, man. Cutting, man. cutting the dicky pants <laughs> at the knees and putting your books in there. Come on, man. That's that throwback for that, real. Man. The double knee dicky. Come on, man. <laughs> I remember, look, you starting off, you going to school, you start off with the white pair of soldiers for the first and second nine mm-hmm. weeks, and then for the third and fourth, you got to bust the black ones. Right. <laughs> right. In that order. In that, In order. that order, for real. <laughs> I remember that, man. What's good, fool? I'm good, man. I'm uh just working. Just shot a video and shit, man. Just grinding with the music. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up, man. Look, headquarters, I know we've been talking a long time about the hustler mindset. And I know that's one thing hey. that 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 we attribute hey. to the show. We, we show love to our hustlers headquarters. You want to open up a little bit about that, bro? Exactly. You already know if y'all follow the show, crew members, you know what I'm saying? We always talk about the hustler mindset. No better hustler on the West Bank of New Orleans right now. You know what I'm saying? Straight out of Pebble Walk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come you know on, what I'm <laughs> come on! Lord, that bother me. Baby, spit my rose out just now. <laughs> For real. 
That boy you know said, shouts out to Pebble Walk, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Damn. Can't, can't forget where we came from, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but hey, like we said, straight hustle mindset, you know what I'm saying? From Pen Orleans, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The Burger Slips, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mr. Icy Hot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Put him on. For people Show watching, that, man. watching the video, you put them on the table. The black, the black burgers on the on the table right now. Yeah, make you know sure y'all saying? go get that. Make sure y'all go get that. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? The hustler, the hustle mindset. We talk about that shit all the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's more than just just talk. You know what I'm saying? It's about actually getting shit done. You know what I'm saying? I've been we've been seeing you, dog. We've been seeing everything you've been doing. You've been I appreciate you've that. You've been moving. You've been moving. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank hey, you. we just trying to get like you. You know what I'm saying? Man, hey, the grind is real. <laughs> it's hard when you're wearing all them hats, though, bro, because, you know, it's some things, uh, and you just got to double back on it and pick it back up. But, you know, that's the beauty in the hustle, like you say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, the beauty in the hustle for me, basically, is making something out of nothing. I, I like to do that. Like, I stand on that. Right. The hustle mindset on your end. Mm-hmm. What that mean to you? That's my whole existence. That mean it mean everything to me, because you either gonna trade time for money mm-hmm. for somebody else, or you gonna do it for yourself. You right you know about what I'm that. Saying? So the hustle don't stop no no matter which way it is. If you're a nine to five, you're an entrepreneur, whatever. You gotta hustle. You gotta get it on, or you gonna be on your ass. Now see, I respect your hustle because you want that entrepreneurship not on your own. You know what yes, saying? sir. You yes, do sir. everything that you do is on your own. Yes. So, you know, you can't, you have nobody to fall back but yourself. Facts. So, in our positions, you know what I'm saying, we we have nine to five. Okay. You know, we, we already put that out there. We don't, but we trying to get off that shit. Amen. Trying, like I said, the entrepreneur in you, you know what I'm saying, that's been Say, bro, it's from, the, from the beginning. It's scary. It's scary, bro. Like, it's scary because, like you say, you got nobody. I don't have nobody that can cover for me that do what yeah. I do. You know, I have my own graphic design business as well, and I've been doing that for about eight years straight out of my house. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have nobody that can come in that bed and say, oh, you you sick today? Well, I'm going to do your graphics for you. Right. Come on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got to, you know, I got to be continuous with it. I can't stop. So the grind is hard. It, it, it get tiresome sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get weary, but I just think of it like I said, I'm going to either do this for somebody or myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what keep me going. And it ain't for everybody. No, that, it ain't. That's for damn sure. Because uh, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go quit my job. I'm going to go get a nine to five and all that good stuff. It's hard work. It's even more work. Let me say it's this. Don't quit your job just to <laughs> quit your job. Let, let's let, let's clear that up because people don't tell you yeah. that. Yeah. A person to tell you, no, quit your job and go. No, if you're not in a position, if you don't got enough money saved up mm-hmm. to make that move, don't just jump out that head first because you might have responsibilities that need to be tended to and you just trying to jump off the ledge. So you got to be responsible with that as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people forced into just quitting and not doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, the entre- the entrepreneurship within you yeah. came from somewhere. Yeah. It yeah. started from somewhere. Yeah. What, what, what was the ambition? What was the, the genesis of the hustle? Where was it birthed out of? Really, really, it, it really all stemmed from street hustling, like being outside, seeing all the hustlers and seeing how they move. Like a hustle is a hustle, no matter what you hustle. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I had the same argument with a person. He told me he was a hustler because he sell drugs. No, you a drug dealer. That's a difference. You're not a hustler. <laughs> a you can hustle anything when you a hustler. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And 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 really, to be honest, I model my shit behind P. Like P a genius, dog. Like I watch a lot of stuff on P. Like P P said that like a couple of years ago. He was like, you need at least ten streams of income. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I be on. Like, and I look for the simple things. To start businesses with that people. That's how I came up with the Pin Orleans and getting my own slides. I just got my own socks. Like I'm always trying to think of things that I can invest my money in that's not too big right. that I can get a good income from. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. that's that's what I model it off. But the streets and Pete, for sure. For sure. Now, now going back into the hustle, bruh, we see you do props. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You done done music videos. Mm -hmm. You done done recordings. You done done shirts. You done done slide. We you, the the laundry list of everything that you 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 put out there is massive. The portfolio is massive. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. I know you got a passion for music. I know you yeah. got a passion for rapping. Yeah. The first coming from the West Bank. What was the first rap song that resonated within you and said, you know what? That's the direction right there. I got I got to get my hands into that. Well, well, let me. All right. I got to rewind back. All right. First, I'm out the night walk. All right. I came on the West Bank and my mama moved us out the night walk. But before we got on this side, mm -hmm. I was listening to Mystical like crazy. Crazy. I'm talking about like every day on the porch, bumping this shit. And my sister, my big sister, dog, my big sister used to make me. Stay in the house, and we used to do talent shows. We used to do talent shows, and I used to be different artists, Mystical and, and Tupac and all these different people, but it really started in my house. And then my grandfather, he was he used to sing with Fast Domino. Mm -hmm. He was a jazz musician. So I was around Lil Richard and Fast Domino and being in the studio here and there. So all that shit, like... It's in your blood. Played a part in it, right. you know what I'm saying? But the, the root, root, root start had to be the talent shows in my house. Like, my sister really was, like, an influence for that. There you go, man. Shout out to Big Sis. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, speaking of talent shows, mm -hmm. now, y'all had your own version of talent shows between you and Pudge back, back, back in high school. Ooh, ooh, Lord. <laughs> so, wait. We got to step into that right quick. Why don't y'all uh, walk everybody through that process? How y'all was going at it? Y'all you know, had your own kind of raps. Y'all had your own style. So, want to tell everybody about that? When we was in class, dog, me and this nigga was just class clowns. But we was smart, <laughs> right? Right. At the same time, we like, could do our work, motherfucker. Yeah, we, we <laughs> did our work, but that I, and I think that's probably why we was clowning so much, because we was maxing all the work and shit out. Ain't had nothing to do. But we used to always be in that freestyling. Pudge was drawing at the time and. We just came together like that creatively, like just on some funny shit. Like, I don't even remember how I started messing with him because it was that organic. Like, it wasn't no, oh, I see him, I want to hang. Like, it just happened. That's how it happened. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the first day I remember. Go ahead. <laughs> this is Greta Junior High. This is no bullshit. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a funny story. Because when I first got to Greta Junior High, me and this motherfucker was beefing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> me and him did not like each other. We was. Always after the same females, chasing the same females. So it was a little rivalry or whatever. Okay. But that's my dog. I go I go to war for him. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Same same with y'all. Mm -hmm. But when it 
I'll never forget. It was uh, was at lunch. Yeah. Chris Terry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Chris, Chris Terry. Chris Terry. You know, we in a we in we in, we in a gym at Greta Junior High. Yeah. Chris Terry. You know, bucking everybody up playing. You you was over there spitting. Right. I mean, just 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 spitting little circle. Yeah. I never forget, dog. Coach Duplessis and them had a table. Right under the basketball goal we used to sit at. Fucking okay. chase to be on the lean. I'll never forget. Okay. And I grabbed my pins and just start kicking the beat with a pin. Huh. One of them bitches bust. And we went down to one pin. Boy. <laughs> with the one pin. And start kicking the beat. And he, and he freestyled the whole, yeah, the whole time. And like, you had shit. ink all up your fucking arm. I'll never forget that shit. All on your shirt. I'll never forget that That's shit. That's crazy, <laughs> dog. Straight up. Damn. No cap. That's that's really how it happened. <laughs> Straight up. Damn. After that, click click Boom. tight ever since. Damn, bro. Long time, dog. Now, now talk about how, how, now y'all had the battles that y'all was uh, just y'all was just freestyling a lot of times. Yeah, for so, sure. Food about food, about clothes, cartoons, anything. anything, anything. We had food records. Right. It, it's it's so crazy, dog. Cause we really was being creative, making a lot of parodies. And that's how you became the Birdman. That's really the that's that's really the beginning stages if you think about it, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. That that in in my grand they used to call my grandfather the Burger Man too. And then before that, when I was young, I used to eat hamburgers a lot. And my mom and them <laughs> used to call me Wimpy, real shit. They used to call me Wimpy from McDonald's. Remember Wimpy I used remember to eat all shit. fucking burgers. <laughs> yeah, so they was calling me Wimpy at first. So I just that's a throwback, right? I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going with the whole burger thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was like it was like some irony for me. Like it was like, let me see if I can get these motherfuckers to wear some hamburgers and shit, just to <laughs> hey. see. Let me take a negative and make it a positive. Hey, you got it, shit. Yeah, you, you got it. Not look, y'all, y'all already see it. If y'all looking at this on video, y'all already see the slippers. Burger slides on deck, man. Ten dollars. Holla at me, man. Show them the chain. Hustle, man. Hustle, <laughs> man. But see, yeah. like, like, look, going back into going back into being the burger man. Yeah. Like with me, I've always had nicknames. You know what I'm okay. saying? You've always had nicknames. Facts. The swagger that go behind it, mm-hmm. the attitude that come with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a real motherfucker to be like, yo, I'm going to call myself the Burger Man. Say, you know what I'm saying? The Burger Man got legs to it. Like, right? So you got the bread. I'm getting bread. Yeah. There it is. You know All what I'm saying? Lettuce. That's money. Come on. I got sauce. Come on now. We getting cheese. Come on now. And if y'all want beef, we'll eat that. All that's, all that's in that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Come on it, now. it all makes sense, man. It all makes sense. But but look, is is if you take it for what it is, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The Burger Man. When you talk about, about grabbing attention, being yeah. an artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people eat with their eyes. No pun intended. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, when you see something like like the, the the burger, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Automatically, everybody already go to what their favorite burger is, what they like yeah. to consume. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So sticking with the theme. Yeah. When it come to burgers, mm-hmm. who got the best burger? What a, what oh. a burger man going to get his burgers from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who got the best burger in my opinion? Right now, no no cap. I'm in love with the Impossible Whopper. Come on. Burger King? I'm in love with the impossible oh, dog. The organic, the organic burger? <laughs> yeah. I'm in love. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. It tastes like meat, sir. 
I, I don't know, but but uh, restaurant like restaurant restaurant. Uh-huh. I probably I had to go with um, I probably had to go with Friday's. A protocol. Right. Hey, hey, shout out to Portacol. Go. Hey, hey, go get that drink over there. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What? What? Yeah, Portacol, though. Portacol number one. Hey, look. Hey, don't sleep on five guys now. I, they got that, hey, you put that A1 on that bad boy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, five guys they, got that. They ain't first. messing with Portacol. Matter of fact, that's what I'm about to go around. I'm about to go around. A burger tour. On a burger tour. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Put y'all it all in first. Put right a burger now. tour. Yeah, right here on the yeah. podcast. So if y'all if y'all out there make a burger, mm-hmm. independent people, entrepreneurs, I'm coming to test your burger. I'm coming to reach your burger. Look, if it's hot, he there might even go. write a song about your there burger. You huh. I do a commercial, Come a on. jingle, whatever. <laughs> get at him. He trying to get it all. Yeah, you know what I'm man. saying? Now headquarters. Exactly. Hey man, look, special guest, guapping mm-hmm. the building, long time coming, big guap, all around hustler. Man, got it all from 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 graphics all the way down to music, but we we talk about the art of hustling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because we're in the presence of some hustlers. Headquarters, going into the hustle, big dog. What were you thinking when you pulled up on when you pulled up on Guap and he had it all on deck? He had the slides ready to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? B hit me up like, dog, you need to go get that. Like they off the chain. I'm like, I'm on yeah, it. We gonna get it. Hey. Hey, you know I don't get I don't get enthusiastic about too much shit. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah. no, the, the red burgers though, yeah, that was the shit right there. I was like, hey, and they like, comfortable, I, bro. I saw, hey, just like the Gucci stuff, just like you said. The same people made them, made them the same shit. Yeah, bro. When I saw them red, I said I gotta get that. I gotta get that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. And I got some other colors too. So y'all stay tuned. It's coming soon. Yeah, it's coming soon. Hey, matter of fact, why don't you tell everybody where they can check in with you on social media? Too? Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Big Guap underscore Redtail, B I G G W O P underscore Redtail, on Facebook at Young Guap, Y U N G G W O P, and you can just Google me or go on uh, all the digital platforms, put in my name, Big Guap. I got songs gonna pop up, visuals. I got over fifteen visuals out there right now, about. 20-something songs out there digitally. So just tap in with me, man. There you go. Now, now, Big Dog, you've been doing a lot of work with a lot of major players out there. Yeah. Um, If I'm not mistaken, one of your first real deals, I think you was with China White, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was the I was the first artist on White House Entertainment. Um, I, It's crazy, bro. I met China White off of MySpace. Come on. My y'all, if y'all, hey, look, if y'all <laughs> remember MySpace... MySpace yeah. I, I wish I remember my password, boy. I swear to God. Real talk, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga I swear to God. I'll be in that bitch right now. Niggas had them, hey. niggas had them blinking backgrounds on that yeah, shit. Yeah, you had the music playing. Boy, you remember that hey. shit? It was a whole vibe to come in the bro, room. I already remember this, the last fucking song. <laughs> Yo, I had the fucking Yin Yang Twins fucking with- I had the fucking whisper song on that bitch. No, son. So, hey, where do you see mine? Hey, yo. <laughs> fuck it. You know, the, the females came to the fucking page. They already know what it was. Yeah, what? facts. Hey. Yeah, I, <laughs> and and I, down straight. I met her on, on MySpace. I, I DM'd her. Of course, I'm a fan at this point. Right. I DM'd her. I'm like, this China White that was on Beer Beer. I'm like, let me let me see. I sent her the song. She DM'd me like four days later. Was like, where you at? I'm like, huh? I'm like, I'm at home. Send me your address. I'm coming. So I'm thinking she coming. Security. Woo, man. Trying to come pick me up in the Bergen and Suburban on some 22s by herself. I jump in. 
She got a ham on a, on a seat, like really by herself. We jumped in the car, went straight to the studio in Baton Rouge by KLC, uh, Pastor Troy, Manny Fresh was in there at the time. A couple of different artists was just hanging around KLC. So I was like, fucked up. Like she came and picked me up and brung me. And then from now, I just was on tour with her, just going here, going there. China White had one verse on Be a Beer, dog, and was doing more shows than niggas that had whole albums. Like, it was crazy. Like, I got to go all around the world with her just from one verse. Hey, look. It don't stop in no, that dirty dirt. No, it don't, man. <laughs> she a dog, dude, Shout man. out to China White. Shout out to China, real, man. Real. My sister, man. Nah, For real. Now, any, any, any studio work that, uh, and I know predominantly you've been, from what I've heard and, and from the artists that I know, yeah. You'll do a feature, you'll get on a song with somebody, but predominantly you 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 reckon with yourself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I I was just I, I said this on another podcast I was on a couple of years ago. Um I really take the Nas approach on music. Like Nas really don't do many features. Cause I feel like you need to be hearing me. I'm open to features, don't get me wrong, but it gotta make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? It got to make sense for both of us. I got to pull from your fan base. You got to pull from mine. I don't want to just do a feature just to do a feature because you're my partner and I've been knowing you forever. Right. Like, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It got to make sense. But I rock out by myself. You know what I'm saying? Nothing personal. That's just my preference. And then when I do songs with people, people be like, you should have just did that shit by yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. But hey. Since we on the music talk, yeah, we on the music talk now, you know what I'm saying? We talking the big guap, you know what I'm saying? The motherfucking pot. And I had a question. So recently, 2020 was like probably like a big year for you. Yeah. You had a lot of singles came out. You know what I'm yeah. You had Transparent. You had Fuck Niggas. Yeah. You had uh, uh, Icy Hot. Icy Hot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you had went through a little bit of a transition, right? Coming yeah. into 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had caught COVID at the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. and um, that slowed a lot of shit. You know, the world was on lock at that point, but I kind of looked at it like, I'm like, we on an even playing field. Like, nobody can't do shit. Right. All the majors, everybody on the internet, so let me drop these fucking songs, and that's what I was doing. How was the it's, it's reaction going, from the fans? It's going like good. That. Like, at, at a point, like, when I had my son, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna cap. Like, I really was focused on that. Like, that was a... I'm a late bloomer with a kid, right? So I was like really in on that and it was making me question shit like, should I keep doing this? Should I woo-woo? And then I just came through it and now I'm like dropping a single. So everything picking back up to where it was, but I had went on a little hiatus for like five months, four months, right. but I still was sneak dropping shit. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm full throttle in it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. So you recently had a new single came out too. Yeah. So why don't you tell everybody about the new single that came out? Um, me and my little sister just dropped a song called Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And um we was just listening to the beat and I was like, this bitch sound like a Super Nintendo beat. <laughs> and we named the song Super it has nothing to do with Super Nintendo. <laughs> but we just named it Super Nintendo. Based off the beat. Yeah, based off the beat, just off the sound. It it sound like Tropical almost. It sound like it'll be in Mario Kart and you'll be driving and the song will be playing in the background. Right. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I'm saying? And we did that. My sister, a new artist, her name Bless McLaren. 
And I'm kind of like pushing her to the front right now to get her some notoriety and stuff. Shout and out to we Bless just Yeah, man. Shout right. out to shout Bless, out. man. Red Tub. Right. Shout out. Shout out. So y'all just did a concert too. Yeah. Too yeah, we just did like four shows back to back. We did the Taco Tuesday at Cobes. We did um we did a event with uh what's his name? Cutter Cutter J Black out the eight walk. We done something with him. We just did some stuff in Shrewsbury. I just shot a music video. So I've been busy like crazy. Like these past couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you stay busy, especially in the music business, you already know that's a good thing. I mean, it's yeah. shit, shit flowing. So, being on the West Bank, mm-hmm. is there any artists out there that you really want to kind of work with, though? I mean, um, you say you kind of roll solo dolo sometimes, but unless it makes I just, sense. I just actually got out the DM with Daniel Hartless. Really, to be honest, like, I talked to Daniel Hartless, like, off and on. Right. But me and him just talked, and he was like, man, it's time for that feature. Like, he been told me that. He was like, man, we need to do something, man. He be moving, and I be moving. Mm-hmm. So he just hit me up recently, and he was like, look, it's time for that feature. So me and um, Daniel Hall is about to do something. That That's probably about the only person I see right, right now off the west side that I immediately want to work with right. would be Daniel Hollis at this point. Daniel Hollis, y'all heard it here first. Big Guap, you know what I'm saying? Something coming down the line, so y'all stay tuned to that. Yeah. Let me ask you this, dog. And I know being in the studio, and, and I put out I put out some projects in the past, mm-hmm. and I know you're still currently putting out that heat right now, man. When you're in the studio, yeah. I know it's, it's a vibe when you're getting in the studio, when you're going to work and, you, and you're honing in on your craft. Yeah. Are you superstitious about what you do in the studio? Uh, do you have a certain ritual that you that you go through, certain routine when you when you're in your recording process? Because it is different being in the studio versus you know what I'm saying when you just 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 kind of at home, just kind of getting an idea and, and, and catching it. So we, one one thing I normally I always do is I recite my lyrics a lot to myself. Like if I'm in a yo with you, you're not gonna really hear me rapping my verse. I ain't gonna be in a shell. I can be right outside you, but you ain't gonna hear what I'm rapping because I'm, I'm I'm trying to perfect this bit so much. I done got to the point in my career to where I can write a verse right now. And if I go in and go record it, it's gonna sound like I've been wrote it. You know how some people you can tell they read. Comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, so that that'll be probably one of the things like that I always do. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in the studio, I kind of just adapt to who I'm in there with. I kind of like to go off of the vibe because I'm I'll probably be sitting there with you and be listening to the beat and just jump up and be like I got the hook and don't write nothing down and just go in there and leave the hook down and come back out and you like damn you was thinking that I'm like that was in my head <laughs> sit back down and start writing again you know yeah. what I'm saying so but that that's definite for sure like reciting my stuff to myself I do that now, now going into an album yeah. writing into an album because I know when it came to me I, w- I was kind of more of a I would it was some stuff that you would write for an album, yeah. But then there's some stuff that that's not album slated. It's some stuff just for you. And I think a lot of people when they when they talk about recording artists, whenever they get to a, a position where they can put out whatever they want, yeah. they don't understand the the pleasure it is to put out the music that they want to put out compared just... to what what these big labels want you to put out that might not sound like you, might not feel mm-hmm. like you. So tell me, as an independent, as a big time independent, yeah. that freedom of putting out the music that you want to put out, how, how instrumental is that in your career? It 
it's important, bro. And I just had this a light, a light conversation like this with my brother, and he's sitting right up. And he was telling me, he was like, because we were talking about the video, and he was like, but you got to put out stuff. You got to start putting out stuff like for the people. You can't put out everything you want to put out for you every time. And as an artist, you kind of sensitive to that. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. like, nigga, I'm putting this out because this is what I fit. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's tricky. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I just went did a show recently, and I, I, I asked my little brother, like, you know, what song you think I should do? And he like, man, you need to do this song. And in my mind, I'm like, I go do the song, that be rocking. I'm like, all right. Well, maybe I do got to step aside outside of myself and, and take that, take that. you know what I'm saying, that advice. So that shit is a battle, though, for sure. Like, just creating on your own. Because a label, they going to tell you what the fuck. Ain't, you ain't got no choice. We want this record. This was our, this what we putting the money behind. But when you independent shit, you can do what you want. But it's always good to have second opinions and third opinions around you because you can just get stuck in your own creativity. I really don't listen to nobody. You saying so? Because listening to yourself, yeah. It maybe like I know when when it came to me when I was recording, and I would listen to myself. I listen to my guy. Shout out the foundation, by the way. Yeah. And when I was in the studio listening to us, you get. It's not. It's not that you're so high up on yourself. Right. It's just like, oh, I could have said that word differently. Yeah. Man, why did I? Why did I rush through that line, that sequence, right? Yeah. There? Yeah. Damn, I could have mixed that a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, the, are you? Are you one of those who, who who's kind of like maybe ADD when it comes to what you put out, how you sound? No, I'm hard as fuck on myself. Like, I'm a big critic of myself. You know what I'm saying? And then. When you like that of yourself and you put something out there and in your mind you think that bitch cold, but to that person, they like, that bitch all right. You got to kind of like, all right, fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I said, yeah, it's crazy. Because like I say, I'm passionate about everything I do. If I draw a straight line, nigga, this is the best straight line in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. just, that just how I am, period. So, you know, it, it's just basically stepping outside of yourself, though. You got to... You got to do that as a creator because, like, it's true. Like, you you giving it to the consumer. You got to make shit for the consumer because I'm lyrical. So, I won't put metaphors and similes and a tangent. I won't do all of that. But then you got somebody that's listening that don't even care about that. So, it's finding a balance between that shit because I'm a, I'm a student of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not a new generation when it comes to this. I'm 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 from the era where you gotta rap for you real. gotta really rap. Yeah. yeah, lyrics mean something. Yeah, right. yeah, correct. So you know, just finding that balance, bro. Not just harmonizing on the track. Yeah, man. <laughs> we just was listening to Dirk on the way. Dirk singing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shouts out to Dirk, man. Dirt. But hey, look, like for me, I mean, we talked about it before the other day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like one of my favorite songs from you that you had put out was "Fuck Nigga." Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Tough. Hey, I like that song because, like, when it first come on, you know what I'm saying, that beat come on. Oh, yeah. Tough. That beat come on. Shout out to whoever made that beat, though. I bought that from Lexi Banks, man. Shout out to, to LexiBanks.com, Lexi man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When that beat come on, then you can hear you, you know, ad-libbing on the beginning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That set the tone for the rest of the song. Facts. You, you know, know I'm about to come in talking that shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Especially the line when you say, hey. Staring out a nigga through your window. Yeah. You, hey. When you look a man in his eyes, 
That, that's real. That's some real shit. Yeah. A lot of motherfuckers can't look at a nigga in their eyes. No, no. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> no. They tore up. Yeah, I really fuck with that song. I know. I saw you posted it. I said, he really liked it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? But see, now you speak something. Now, we talked about how industry sounds. Yeah. And how, you know, kind of with being an artist, you kind of have your own favorites and you got to kind of transition to make sure that you have a good sound for the audience too. Yeah. What's your favorite song that you put out? Recently, it'll have to be, it'll have to be fuck niggas. Cause that, that's the type of time I'm on. Like, that's my era. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just really spitting. Like, Icy Hide and all yeah. that, that's, you know, that yeah, single type shit, but I'm yeah. talking about, I just want rap. That's, that's the bases of guap. Yeah. Who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck niggas. Now, let me ask you this. Going back into your music, yeah. going back into to your creative space. Uh-huh. Now, I know you was a, a battle rapper at, at, a, at a nice period in your life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Who was one of the, the people, I'm, I'm not going to say them out whether they're male You're or stupid. female. You stupid. <laughs> no, nah, but who was one of the people that whenever you stepped in, whenever you went and battled, and they came back and, and, and hit their verses like, fuck. Now I gotta, now I gotta dig deep. Who who was one of those people who, from who from what from what era? High school, junior high, college. Any era, because um, I know you did your thing at J State. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Shout out to J State. J State. The they had this nigga named Jada from from Chicago, and I had to battle this nigga like right when the Boost mobile phones came out, mm-hmm. when the way you act came out, right? Okay. And um, you know they was doing the BET Black College tours. So this is my first year. Soon as I get there. All the niggas in the school, the Q dogs and shit, cause Taz, which is Wayne manager, they kind of recruited me to come to Jackson State. So when I got there, as soon as I got there, nigga knew I rap. Nigga was like, man, they got this nigga named King James. He a Q dog. He rap. He woo woo. You need to battle him. So I battled him in our visitation. You know, we took the trip to the school. Uh-huh. So I fucked him up in a in a visitation. So when I got to school, nigga was like, boy, Jada won't see you. I'm like, who is Jada? Niggas like, dog, you don't battle Jada. So I'm like, I'm spooking. I'm like, damn, this nigga must be nice, nice. So, boom, we never got the battle. Middle of the school year come, the, the BET thing come. They're like, you got to battle Jada for this Boost Mobile shit. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. But what happened was the nigga had just got beat up and jacked right before this battle. Oh, shit. Mm. I put that in the battle. So the crowd going stupid because they like, dude, really freestyling. But I'm really reciting this before I get here. Cause I'm like, I gotta, I gotta use something. Cause I know this nigga, he on some real New York battle rap shit. Like I wasn't on that, but I was a battle rapper, and I won that shit. And I was about to get a deal with Def Jam and shit. Cause of that, cause of me beating him. Cause the campus was so locked in on me, it was, it just was crazy. But that was the nigga Jada, and nigga was tough. And Taz, man, from Jeff, Taz was Taz, tough, bro. Hey, Taz this, was tough, son. Hey, I know. Taz I, still tough. I look, hey, listen, the the talent, the talent that, that West Jeff had as a roster. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They had, crazy. They had cats out of common. I'm telling you, bro, like, what, some of the best times of my life was in between the portal. Uh, right. In between the portal. You had, you had Tootie, you had Rye, you had Taz, you had Jody, you had, you remember when we made the West Jeff Finest CD? Come on now. I made a whole diss song about Jody on that bitch. You don't remember that? There was coming. Come on, bring me Shouts out bring to Jordan, me. bro. This is old. Out, man. Uh, but that was like one of the highlights of my high school. Like that. Like niggas was fucking with me after that. 
We dropped that West Jeff Finest, and it was it was crazy. Let me ask you this: just just on the music tip, top three lyricists outside of yourself, mm-hmm. who you would like to go ahead and just say if you had an opportunity to go ahead and go heads up against top your top three lyricists that you go heads up against. Heads yourself. up against? Yeah. Well, let me pick all easy people. Soldier boy. <laughs> nah, I I I like to I like to go I like to go with J Cole. I like to go with uh, Kendrick, and I like to go with Hov. I like to and the, I can't leave Wayne out. I like to get on that Bill Weezer too. Any one of any of them, I I get it on with. You had you had one beat to pick. What y'all running on? Ether. Ooh. Ether. Ooh. It's a real rap beat. Ether, yeah. It's a real rap beat. And listen, and I don't know if y'all know, shout out to Nas, by the way. For sure. Shout out to the homie. Uh, I'm telling you, that that motherfucking Illmatic to this day, to this day, probably in my humble opinion, motherfuckers, and look, and I'm I'm from the West Bank. I'm going to say this proud, and I'm not trying to shoot down nobody in New Orleans, because I'm telling you right now, New Orleans is where it's at. They've been taking our style for years. Finally, they starting to give us our credit back. <laughs> Say the West you know Bank was saying? on the music scene first, though. Hey, I'm, I'm, real, let's real go right. look. MC Thick. Yeah, real, look out. real talk. But they better look out, man. But, like, no cap. They was the pioneers of that shit, for real, like first. But but see, that Illmatic album, that's, that, that in my humble opinion, that kind of morphed Hip hop, more rap, real rap. I was on that Nas. I was on that album so hard, son. Like that's my shit. Like to this day, still my shit. Like that bitch was tough. So I remember you saying, "Pop, Big mm-hmm. Nas is some of the cats who influenced you for sure, spitting wise for sure." If you had to rank them, rank them. How you ranking them? I'm gonna go with Pac number one. Passion. Pac. Pop, his passion, his lyrics, his the way that for he, everything, like for everything, just his influence, all the way around the board, acting, yeah, everything, music, revolutionary, like the whole, yeah, he he, the nigga has so much influence, dog, like niggas still know who Pac is right now, correct, you know what I'm saying, like that's that's major, so it'll it'll be Pac for me, like I like Big. For Pac, man. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, bro, I, I like Big for the style because I'm a big nigga. So right. you know what I'm saying? He was different in, in, in the eyes for me. I would say that's probably the one thing that Pac didn't do, though. Right? Was that he didn't have that like, you know what I'm saying? Like that 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 rich style. That, that right, that right. Biggie. He really Jay-Z. had his own style. He had his own style. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you know how they they kind of brought they brought out they brought the, the style style. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like being Versace on the guy's shit. And the Versace yeah. and the suits and, and, and drinking fancy shit like that. Yeah. They brought that style. Yeah. You know, yeah. Pac was kind of more like, he was kind of more grimy. He was, he was more real, I guess. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He came from the heart. But uh, going back to the battle, battling though, right? Mm-hmm. How would you feel if if New Orleans, particularly on the West Bank, mm-hmm. you know, did their own verses? You know what I'm saying? Local rap. Battle, <sighs> battle rap. For this for this time and era, like I don't think it'll work. You don't think it'll work? Only because of niggas' mindset. Like, niggas gonna take that shit personal. That's why they don't have no battle leagues. Like they you got people like official double limb, like these people that really battle that can start a battle league, but they know 
If I start a battle league in New Orleans, nigga gonna wanna kill a nigga if he lose. Because you standing up there, you talking that gun shit. That's true. Oh, yeah, you you gonna do my mama this, 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 that, and I lost? All right, I'm gonna wait till you come outside. That's, <laughs> That's how true. we is. That's true. They can do that in New York and get in each other's face and spit on each other. and uh, they, We not having it. It's different, a different culture when it comes to yeah. the disrespect level. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the dis- yeah. The disrespect level is my disrespect level ain't set up like that, for real. Yeah. Hey, I understand that shit. I understand, but, but uh, I, I I think it'd be hard to do. It probably could, but I wouldn't even. That that's just like the uh the trench boxing. You oh know yeah, they, you know they started that hustle man. Hustle man started that and. You know, shouts out to Hustle Man and everybody that was involved with that, uh, Big Nine and all them. And it just it, it started going to an end because it started getting left. It started going left too. You feel me? You know, but, it's um, funny. It's funny how that shit started out too because like <laughs> seeing that shit on social media, mainly on, on Instagram. Crazy. I was like, man, these niggas about to kill each other on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Then it slowly shifted to like, all right, we actually getting sanctioned fights. You know what I'm saying? We actually making bread off of it. We actually doing this shit the legit way. You know what I'm saying? And, and people wasn't ready for that shit. No, because we... They wasn't ready for that. It's crazy, dog. New Orleans <laughs> so behind, bro. Please, New Orleans, catch up. Please. <laughs> Please, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, big dog. You got... You You were saying uh, pre-production mm-hmm. that you had an event that you're trying to bring together for the West Bank. Yo. Elaborate on that, man. Um, I did an event last year called the uh, West Play Classic. And what I did was I took every artist that I knew that I that I have a personal relationship with and I contacted them and I was like, man, look, let's go ahead and give an event for the kids. We're going to give out everything free. I'm not making no money. Y'all not going to make no money. Let's go ahead and donate and give back to the community. So it actually turned out good. I had about 10 teams. Um, it was all local rappers, though. They picked their team. They were the captain of their team. They came. They donated hot dogs and hamburgers and candy and water. And we gave it out to the kids. I gave out a trophy. They won. Only people that made money that day was the referees. And I, I told all of, the, all of the basketball players that played on the team to get $5, and that was going towards the refs. So when everybody put their they down payment down at the park that day, I went brought the money to the refs. They roughed all the games. We had hula hoops and football and, and uh, three-point shootout, all that for the kids. It, it just was nice. We ain't had no police. Shouts out to uh, Jonathan and Zoe. They was my security. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but yeah. they, ain't even, they wasn't even dressed. They wasn't even dressed in security clothes. Like, we ain't had no altercations. We had about 200 people out there. It was nice. That's love right there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm working on doing that again at, right now. I'm trying to do it. In July again, the Westplay Classic. I'm trying to just make it an annual thing. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But the base of it is basically getting everybody together and just having a good time, just celebrating each other, having fun. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that we out there, dog. We we definitely in the building. Whatever you need from us, man, you holler. We in that yeah. thing, man. Already. We want support for sure. Already. I'm I'm actually trying to uh start a booster club for that park, McDonald Park. I know it's an Elgers, but they Buccaneers too. So uh, I'm trying to start a booster club for them now because the kids, they had, um, Keenan Lewis had donated $10,000 to them a couple of years ago. But 
I'll talk to y'all after that. But the, none of that really fell through. And um, a lot of the kids' parents, they don't have it. So I'm just trying to create a booster club so they can start traveling and, you know, doing different things like that. Because Jonathan actually donated his time over there doing that, too. He's a coach over there. So yeah, we're just trying to get in. So if that's something y'all want to get into, yeah. you know, let me know. Y'all can be a sponsor to that, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah definitely let us know about that. One last question I got on mine. Mm-hmm. And we always ask this on every fucking interview. Go ahead. Hey, dog. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I set the stage for it? Go ahead. All right. I, I kind of, I got a feeling I'm probably losing shit already. <laughs> I'm going to say that shit right now. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. All right, dog. So every person that we've asked, whether they're from, from the city, outside the city, or from out of town, mm-hmm. when you come to New Orleans, yeah. you know it's a big food culture down here. Facts. And coming from where we from, we always go either we go get a shrimp pole boy or a shrimp on bun, dress mm-hmm. how you want it, mm-hmm. or we go get a high sausage pole boy or a high sausage on bun, dress how you want it. Okay. If I'm big guap and I'm sliding through the city and I got a taste for either a shrimp or a high sausage, <laughs> which way I'm rolling? Which side of the river I'm on? Both? Yeah. On either both? side. Either side. Yeah. Either side. Don't matter where you at. Just side. say it's a Sunday. Just say it's a Sunday. The lake bumping. Pretty weather outside. You know what I'm saying? You don't want no crawfish. You're going to get a sandwich. You're going to get shrimp or a hot sauce. If I'm going to the lake, I'm going to Cajun. On St. Bernard. That's a no-brainer. I'm straight to Cajun. But what you getting out of it? Damn, that's a good one, bro. <laughs> Hold up. You, 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 you. Fuck me up with that one. Damn. East Bay? He's back. Gene's <laughs> uh, gone, man. Gene's gone. Gene's been gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone. gone. It's out of there. That's why I can't think of that. That pink building is out I of might have to go to Melba's. Okay. You going to Melba's? I might have to go to Melba's. I might have to go to Melba's. All right. What you got? See, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team High Sass. That's the way we roll. Go ahead. Where you going? Get it from. Man, look. Honestly, I'm going to stop on the West Bank first. I'm going to the Conoco on Burmaster. Oh, I forgot about them. Oh, I'm going to the Conoco. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they top five. Nah, they're not alive. That's what I'm going to get my. Fact. Yeah. High sauce for sure. You see, for me, now you, it's official, right? All right, that's official. Big Wild picking. I said, I knew I was going to lose that shit. Burmaster, let me hear what you got, though. You got to let me But I got, I always, every day, it's always shrimp for me. Shrimp on bun. Or you the shrimp po' boy. It don't matter. Okay. Now the place I'm going, recently where I'm living at, since I'm on the, I'm in, I'm still in Marrero. You in the sticks? That boy living a duck on. Damn. It's still Marrero. So they say that boy in the swamp. But look, I'm going to Po' Boy Depot. Po' Boy Depot. For those that's in Marrero area, they know where that's at. Where that's at? Back in Ames. In the bag of aims. I never been there. You just opened me up to something new. Try it out. Try you just it out put me on something there. new. West West Side Po Boy. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go Burmaster. You, you, you have to. Out the old Dan and Clyde. The old you Dan and Clyde. Right there, uh, by the right there by the mall. The yeah. real Dan and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In Manhattan, Manhattan, the, the La Corner store on right by AutoZone, right there. Oh, yeah. I got you. 
They serious. You're talking about um, what is that? that Manhattan Sea. Not man. Oh, Manhattan Sea. Across from Saint Germain. <laughs> what am I thinking? Right about? across the street from Saint Germain. What? Yeah, dog. There you go. High Sasha. Come on now. Yeah. You over there? See. Sunday and Rise. You over there? Come on now. <laughs> look, look. I, hey, look, look, look. I do. Look, look, look. Do him another one. Do him another up? one. What's up? In front of Trinidad. <laughs> Try Nine Square. Listen. Try Nine Square. Listen. If we got some stories about Try Nine now, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> nah, but look, look. On the real though, high sausage, nine times out of ten, and has been winning. Headquarter. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't gonna see all that. We ain't gonna <laughs> come on now. We've been we've been we've been it running shop, though. No, it ain't been no street run shop. We've been running shop. What about soul food though? Where you going? Let me see. If I'm going to get some, if I'm going to get some soul food. Yeah, food wags. records, food yeah. records. I'm going to Wags. Wags. I'm going to Wags. Hey, All right, Wags top. Shit. I heard that kitchen. Shit, I heard, heard that. that. I've never been there. You gotta go to Look. heard that. Oh, what future, is that? Future, future. Matter of fact, future special feature. By the way, absolutely coming. Heard that kitchen right there off of um, Claiborne and. MLK. Right there off of MLK and, and, and Claymore. I heard that chick MKM nice. She fire you with it? That's what I heard. That's what everybody keeps telling me. Hey, okay. Her prelude's oh, got it too. Where we went and got them burgers from, bro? American Deli on Manhattan. On Manhattan? Oh. Okay. They official with it? Yeah, they ain't trying to oh, Come on. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> Big old burger. Okay. Yeah. I heard it here, man. You been a P spot? P. Oh, you talking about uh, uh Big Burger Pops. Spot? Big Pops. Yeah. Oh no, no. No, you got a burger spot. Yeah, that, y'all ain't taste. Y'all ain't taste the Burger Man burger. Come on. You know, you know, I had a spot like right before COVID. Come what? on. What? what? Man, I need a Burger Man burger. Where is that, we, man? We, we ain't open no more. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the place where I was at, the like, Arabs was racist on some shit, so you know, I couldn't, I couldn't finish, I couldn't continue that, but. We had the Burger Man Burger. Mm-hmm. My pops called himself the Burger King. We had the Burger King Burger. And we had our wings. We had the uh, Soldier Slim Wings. The um, uh, well, most popular one was the Reds Boom Boom. Okay. That was a, that was our most popular. The barbecue sauce was serious. Talking about the Boom Boom Room. Yeah, the Reds <laughs> Boom Boom Room. You know, Mississippi barbecue sauce is serious. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. But I, I had a little spot for a minute that the Burger Man Burger... The Burger King burger was the hot sauce and hamburger mix. Ooh, 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 hold up. How, how, how many lead off with this ooh. shit? Wait, hold up. <laughs> hot sauce is one again, me and Gene. That <laughs> 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 two time, two time. Beef hot sauce is not beef. No, beef hot sauce. Beef hot sauce, no right. pork. Right. I, don't, I don't do I was it. I'm about to say, if you got to ask your brother over there, what he picking? Is he hot sauces? Hey. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you the shrimp on. See, that's what's up. Hey, it's even as motherfucker, so nobody wants this bitch. Hey, I just had a crawfish pull bar that I did. Come a on, from Terry Parkway. Fried crawfish pull bar. What? Serious? They top five okay. dead alive. No cap. Okay. Four thirty for Terry. That. I won't buy endorsement check. Hey, we're going to get that. We definitely going to pick that up. And that's the thing, that man. Good, though. Oh, wow, what? Fried crawfish tag? Fried crawfish pull bar, son. That got to be in my top five, right right under shrimp. Okay. 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 Yeah. 
Okay. It gotta be. It, it, it's a fight between shrimp and hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But 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 crawfish is in that right mix. Yeah. It's in there. Man, we in there. We yeah. gotta go get that. We definitely got You know they used to make they, they used to call it a hot tide. They they put the hot sauces and the hamburger patties on, on, on one thing. And that's what that's what we was doing. Then we had the honey bun hot sauces. <sighs> This nigga said honey bun. Hot Puss. Puss. This nigga said honey bun. Oh. Sauce Hold on. He think it's a game. Mag- nigga, the brand was the yeah, honey you bun? Gotta, you got to put us on game on this one. Man, look. Come on, man. That's some get high shit. Magnolia Kitchen, bro. <laughs> that's some get no high cap. shit. No cap. That, that what our spot was called, Magnolia <laughs> Me, Kitchen. Look, I ain't lying to you. He think I'm lying to him? Am I lying to him? Oh, hold up, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me see that <laughs> shit. Fuck. Let me see that shit. <laughs> yeah, but they call that shit off. Come on, uh, man! Off of boondocks, what that shit was called? Uh, oh, that's the stick. That's, that's the that's sticky yano. Right that's what we called it. A sticky yano. Oh, that's the oh, that's the Reuben right now. Bro, Brad, they call that a Reuben? <laughs> Son, no cap. Bitch, I'm about to go like. I'm about to go smoke something. I'm gonna make look, me one of these bitches. Look, I, I got look and, and look. Get you the Ooh. get you the jumbo honey buns. Real talk. Oh, and, you, and look, what you balance it out with, you put mm-hmm. mustard on it. Okay. It kind of cuts it at. Yeah, the mustard going to get you the okay. sweet and tangy. Okay. At the same. But this was our spot, uh, Magnolia Kitchen. This was our wing plates. You know what I'm saying? What I said again? We was in. We was right there on Lapelco across from Allen Cox. This is our hot sauce. Look how big our hot sauce is. Look, I was born in fucking Lapelco, of course. You talking about around my way. Then we had the uh, meat pies. You dig? We was getting it on, dog. I just had to. I couldn't take that racism, dog. I couldn't take it. Oh, no. But the sticky honor. <laughs> then we had the Rancho Cucamonga wings with the ranch powder and the ranch sauce on it. Come on. Oh, man. man. What the fuck, dog? How come look, I ain't get that in my life, Look at a Rancho Cucamonga. Ooh, look at the bitches. You know, Rancho Cucamonga means sandy place. And look, look, and look. Look. Over there in we close. We we close. <laughs> we close. Yo. <laughs> Lord, we close, bitch. Oh, shouts out to Ned, too, man. I wanted to say that with Mr. Potato, man. Okay. You remember Ned? Yeah, I remember Ned. Ned got Mr. Potato right there by the uh, jail. Listen. He man. just opened another store. He got two now. If y'all looking for, if y'all looking for that smoke, man. Holla at Ned, get at him. He got it. We got motherfucking big guap in the building. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking headquarters in the building and the thick eye bandit. Ladies and gentlemen, special feature episode of the motherfucking podcast. And make sure that not only did y'all go to that Piff and SoundCloud to get young guap music, but make sure that y'all go to Apple Music. Make title. sure that y'all get, go to title. Make sure that y'all get his latest Spotify. and greatest. Spotify. Make YouTube. sure that y'all hit him up. Follow him on all of his social medias. This ain't the first time, man. He he he's a legend on the West Bank. A good friend of the show, dear friend of the show, been knowing this brother for a long time. So this ain't no this ain't no smoke, man. Listen, this is the real deal right here. Yes, sir. If y'all want it. rap, if y'all want realism, the brother gonna get it to you. Outside of the music, you talking about a good conversation to put you on game about some shit? This man got it, man. So make sure that y'all take y'all time, invest in the brother, promote the brother. Man, he 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 he's got it going on. I'm excited, man. The future is bright for him. We got love too. for him. Thank you. Sure.
Thank More you. than a rapper, fucking businessman in this motherfucker too. Thank you. We're gonna give you flowers while you why right. why we in your face. You dig what I'm saying? We're gonna give it to you, that. man. I pre- yeah. I can smell them. Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> they Wait. say roses smell like poo poo. <laughs> and look, listen. Rose, they said that roses smell like poo poo, but we drinking on that goddamn Moet. Goddamn it, uh, we had ready? the rose. We got the regular degular. Uh, on behalf of the big eye bandit, on behalf of Mr. Motherfucking Headquarters, Headquarters, tell them what the link tree is, big dog. Right, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, look, make sure y'all check out and download and share this motherfucking episode here on Podbean, a sponsor. Podbean, that's the motherfucking pod.podbean.com. And make sure you check out all our social medias, Clubhouse, Instagram. We can folk. Make sure y'all check out the We Can Folk app. That's supported by us. Black Make sure y'all go check that out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We on there. Make sure you check that out on Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash the motherfucking pod. And with that being said, Big Guap, yep. Mr. Headquarters, Thick Eye Bandit. Can't see shit. We out this bitch. <laughs> you heard me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, crew members. Mr. Headquarters here, and the first song we're going to be hearing from Big Guap is going to be Fuck Niggas, and this song is going to be located in the description on iTunes, so you can make sure you tap in and buy this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, support Big Guap straight from New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, straight out the Night War and representing Pebble Walk, so make sure you tap in with this one, Fuck Niggas. Ah, uh, it's that 37 shit. Red tails, you know, uh, what is you on, like who the fuck is you shitting on, guard body, tie lying in a different form, I don't tick, I'm a different bomb, you missing form, when blitz we swarm, I got the itch like a palm, y'all got a glitch, y'all flawed, I mean weather like flawed, that mean I'm hot as a boy, I'm in that water like cars, fought all my battles in Troy, wasn't a tattling boy, I shook my rat off for cars, they paragraphing with joy, we avalanche when it's noise, be light on your toes like Roy, gee, this is the trenches, yeah, choppers extensions, yeah, bus ain't no flinching, yeah, look a man in his windows, yeah, yeah, <laughs> They say we live by the principles They told me take them to school, I am the principal When my hands get full, I grow tentacles You couldn't carry this weight, you would need ten of you Yeah, I'm a boss, my nigga, you need an interview With this chop in my hand, I feel seminal Got a queen in my castle, I feel invincible Don't make us pull out the tackles and come and fish for you Niggas will throw a brick and act invisible I need no one in my company, I ain't miserable I am one with the sun, you're more physical That means I'm one with the one, I'm more spiritual The eyes is the lamp of the body, you see the light in me If God will make you feel his wrath, then why you trying me? Took them nails out of my hands and went and made a key And opened doors for all the niggas who made a way for me Fuck 
All right, crew members, that was Fuck Niggas by Big Guap. Now, this next one, this next song is a new song that's out right now. Make sure y'all tap in. It's also going to be in the description below from iTunes. This one's called Super Nintendo. This is Bless McLaren and Big Guap. Check out Super Nintendo on the motherfucking pod. Got a fast car, it go roam Got a baddie in my room Try to play me, I go boom I'm so high, I'm on the moon Got a fast car, it go roam Got a baddie in my room Try to play me, I go boom I'm so high, I'm on the moon Got a fast car, it go roam I be vibing with my boo Try to play me, I go boom I'm so high, I'm on the moon Got a fast car, it go roam I be vibing with my boo Try to play me, I go boom I'm so high, I'm on the moon I smoke like a chimney Fuck with my energy You gon' get hit with that gas It's the motherfucking pot.